0: L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.
2: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both, So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
3: Welcome back to a special book club episode of Pearlmania 500.
4: I don't know if that's how you start it. I think you say welcome to an episode of Mrs. P's book club. Which is on the Pearl Mania five hundred network or something?
3: Oh, okay. Well, we don't have a network.
4: I'm starting one now.
3: You're starting one now. I'm a girl boss. Yeah, you're gatekeeping.
4: <laughs> I don't gatekeep. I don't have time.
3: You don't have time.
4: I don't. I wouldn't know where to start.
3: Okay, but this is an episode of Mrs. Perlmania's book yeah. club, which means it has its own special theme. <gasps> so this is Mrs. P's book club, episode eight of the book club. Yeah. We're dropping here on a Wednesday for you guys. It's been a while since we've done one of these, because mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. P has been build- busy building a human.
4: It's a real full-time job nobody tells you about.
3: Yeah, it is a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot of acid and venom. That's what we've been discovered
4: through this. A lot of tums and naps.
3: A lot of tums and naps. Hard to read. Uh, but this week, uh, mm-hmm. we're sticking with the fucktober theme.
4: Well, I guess. This is just the usual. This would have been in line with the books I was reading anyway.
3: Yeah, because you like a scary, spooky book. I like book. a
4: weird, spooky, kind of weird book. Okay. That's what I like. Yeah, you do like those. This is uh, a different genre.
3: A different genre? Okay, yeah, a
4: different genre. Okay. So basically, I want to give you a quick overview of this author okay. to put some context on, on this book. So the author's name is Kanai Minato. She's Japanese. This book was translated from Japanese um, to English. Oh, okay. Okay, so there is some uh, what's like like societal subtexts that are different okay. than American culture. There's a cultural differences in the book, yeah, for sure. Um, now she is an award winning writer in Japan. This book won multiple awards. It's actually been made into a movie that I do want to watch actually because uh, <laughs> I, I the book is I, I'll get into it, but so. She is described, um, when people talk about her in Japan, she is described as the queen of iamisu, which I am probably mispronouncing. But iamisu is a type of literature called ew-mystery. That's what it translates to. Okay. So it's like ew-mystery. So she writes uh, for this subgenre of mystery fiction, which deals with grisly episodes and the darkness of human nature. So it's like, ooey gory gross but mystery okay and that's like her niche that's what she's known for
3: okay gotcha. so i feel
4: like that gives you a good context of what this book is going for it's ooh mystery. okay <laughs> um and it was a really fun read it was a pretty i wouldn't say it was a hard read i like after the first chapter i was definitely hooked and i'm sure that you will understand why once we get to the end of chapter one okay why it was like wait what the fuck's going on
3: What's the book called? Oh,
4: it's called Confessions.
3: Confessions, and the t- and the author. One more time.
4: Kanai uh, Minato. Hold on, okay. I'm going to show you a picture of what the front of the book looks like because okay. I think I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover.
3: No, but it does give context, mm-hmm. and it, so it's a bunch of school desks pointed in a circle. Yep. With a single chair sit- seated in the middle, a wood yeah. chair. It looks like an old beat up wood chair yeah, and they're modern school desks. So it's those ones where it's like the desk sticks out on the right side and it's mm-hmm. like connected to the plastic chair.
4: Great for a nap. God, yeah. I love sleeping on those things. Honestly,
3: it's <sighs> so weird when I was a teenager, I could put my head down on one of those type of desks. And I could just fall Ow. right asleep.
4: Oh, I slept through so many classes. Yeah,
3: I know. That's why, <laughs> that's why we both went to community college.
4: Um, um, okay. Yeah. So, um, but no, because then we'd get the desk that was like the rectangle so, in front of you. Yeah. For some reason, couldn't sleep on those. So, real quick. Yeah.
3: So, you say, ew, mysteries. Mm-hmm. It, when you say it's gross, what does yeah. that mean? What can I be, what should I warn and steal myself um, up for?
4: So, I definitely want to say like gore. Okay. Right? There is death. Okay. Um, it's tragic and sad death. There is revenge.
3: Okay. Um, but not like body horror
4: not body horror no okay
3: cuz gore and body horror are different yeah
4: they're very different
3: cuz gore is just like oh yeah there's a bunch of blood spray but like body yeah. horror is like and then it stretches you're like ow, oh, gross yeah and i yeah.
4: i don't body horror i try not to i don't okay. find it fun um but yeah this is there's definitely some fucked up shit that happens there's okay. some fucked up shit but it's not it's not it, it is too much but it's not too much
3: okay
5: and
4: it's definitely not like the other books we read okay it doesn't have um the usual like
3: supernatural supernatural
4: element? element is exactly what i was gonna say it doesn't have a supernatural element it's okay. definitely like based I, in japan i'm curious real time i'm
3: curious as to what a ooh mystery yeah. could be but yeah let's go ahead and let's uh let's go ahead and i'm gonna hit that first page turn
4: page turn Cause it's
3: been a while since we've done a page turn
4: listen not me i've been downstairs turning pages you have been
3: downstairs <laughs> turning pages and we're very excited for this episode uh, and this is P, before we get started, anything else you'd like to say?
4: Support your local library. Oh, that's They're it. the only bastion of democracy that it stands to this day.
2: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey
0: everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro.
1: So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face.
0: One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks.
1: Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosa 68 Fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering
0: you 10% off your first order on soldejaneiro.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldegenero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Pearl Mania,
5: Pearl Mania, 500.
3: all right mrs p the floor is yours for okay. confessions
4: <laughs> confessions so this book opens up and very similarly to the picture you described from the front of the book um but not maybe a full circle we got like a a classroom of kids they're all sitting at their desks and the teacher is standing in the front of the room okay And she's telling the students to everybody finish their cartons of milk and place them back in the box where they go. It's the end of milk time. Okay. So it's clear they're taking a little snack break um, having their milk, which is funny because when I was reading this like opening bit, I was like, I remembered that we used to have that growing up. Yeah. But we didn't have milk. We had soft pretzels. And I was like, God, I am a Philly trash person through and through.
3: We had milk. (laughs) milk These are children, right? Yeah, they're children. Okay.
4: And like, I was just like thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, I remember like every month our parents had to give um, like five bucks a month so that we would be able to have a soft pretzel at every snack break every day. And it was just like, why do I have celiacs? Probably the sheer amount of soft pretzels I took in in my youth.
3: Yeah, that'll do it to you.
4: so they're, so so they're she's having- telling the kids to finish their milk cartons and she goes on to tell them that the okay wait real quick i need to introduce so like the way that this book is written we're seeing very much the narrator is the teacher okay, okay. so when the as she's describing what's happening around here that fully the narrator is the teacher at all times and so Um, I, I, when I was writing my notes, I really tried to take that into account is that like she's the one saying this for a a bit of it. And then the narrator will switch when we get there. But in this portion, she's very much describing what she's telling the class. Okay. Um, so she's like, listen, uh, I know you've all been enjoying your free milk that you get every class during milk time. But I do want to let you know that the reason you've been getting free milk is because we were designated, in quotes, a model school, which is um, the government was like a government entity, right? Kind of like, I guess, our FDA or agriculture or something like that was testing the side effects of milk on young bodies to check to see if there was a change in height and bone mass. So, like, this is, I believe uh factually accurate because like japanese culture don't they don't take in a lot of milk and so they were doing a study on school children to see how drinking milk every day affected the kids okay health-wise but this is the moment the kids are finding out that they're part of a scientific study
3: gotcha (laughs) feels a little unethical
4: it's a little unethical a little unethical to wait yeah a little unethical by the way we're
3: testing the side effects on milk on you
4: yeah by the way are you enjoying your free milk it's for science
3: no such thing as a free milk
4: never um so the class starts to grumble they're like and she's like oh she kind of admonishes them she's like oh you don't like being little guinea pigs to your free milk with you didn't think that anything would be free there's strings attached to everything Ah. so she calls them out like immediately um she does apologize to the students who are lactose intolerant and just didn't like the milk But everyone's intake was consistently monitored by their seat and cubby numbers. So, again, like the organizational. Gotcha. This is your number three. And then when you're done, you put it back into like they have a special cubby. Where their stuff goes. And so she's explaining to them like how they've been part of like this fucking weird science project. Um, And then she goes on to tell them more important news than this milk stuff. She lets them know that she's retiring at the end of the year. Oh. So... I think
3: I was picturing a younger teacher. She is younger. Yeah, oh, she's she's retiring though.
4: She's retiring, and I think that that might have been why she told them that they were in the science experiment. (laughs) Like in the beginning, I'm like, oh, so she's quitting. So she's like, by the way, just so you know, the government. Yeah, the government's watching you, and there's always strings attached, to little guinea pig kids. Yeah. Um,
3: it's like when somebody's leaving a restaurant when they're about to quit, and they're like, the fruit isn't fresh. I've seen it.
4: Yeah, that bread. (laughs) It's been on every table, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So she's trying at the end of the year, and we – okay, as a reader, you're never hearing the children's reactions right now or their voices. I'm reading the teacher acknowledging that they're being like, oh, oh, no. Like, you know what I uh, mean? Oh,
3: So it's like one of those POV TikToks where exactly. it's the teacher talking. Yeah, so just imagine that for this yeah. first part. is, is the um, teacher talking and like – you, you kind of hear the kids, but you're really getting it from the teacher's yeah.
4: face. We're in the teacher's mind, really, and using her eyes and ears. And she tells everyone, like, settle down, everyone. I know you're upset. Why am I retiring? I know you're sad I'm leaving. Yes, it's because of what happened.
3: Oh, okay.
4: And so she states she wants to reflect on her time teaching and what it meant to her, to the, to the students. She says she didn't become a teacher because she loved it or was inspired to teach in her youth. She just saw it as a good way to make money. Okay. <laughs> Which is an incredible take. Yeah. Because usually like there's such this like specific uh, thought process around teachers and like they're doing it for the good of the kids and yeah, there's this morality about teaching and she's like no yeah <laughs> I just was like seems like a good way to make money
3: yeah honestly y'all I did it for the cash I'm not here yeah. to make friends I, I,
4: listen and she I like this teacher <laughs> don't say stuff like
3: that No, fuck you I'm gonna I'm go ahead and buy in <laughs> no, no. I'm buying in oh. this teacher is like y'all part of a government experiment I'm about to retire <laughs> fuck you Timmy
4: Oh, man, uh, I, I'm, I ain't here to make
3: friends. I hear just get money.
4: <laughs> so she starts describing this like very famous teacher she used to work with that is beloved by the students. So like she's like, yeah, you know, this guy I used to work with him and they're all like, oh, yeah, we know Everybody loves that guy. And so she understands that there's trust that's built between students and teachers. But she says she's never been comfortable with it. She doesn't like the parasocial fucking relationship and she's
3: telling this to children
4: yeah yeah. how yeah. old are
3: these kids by the way they okay make it so clear?
4: it's not super clear but i'm feeling like pardon me like um, they're drinking
3: milk so are they eight
4: yeah they're like eight to ten it seems like eight, okay. eight to ten i think
3: so we're talking about upper we're talking about upper level of elementary school yeah not middle schoolers not middle schoolers yeah. a little bit older okay
4: um so, yeah, she talks about how she doesn't like the parasocial relationship between students and teachers. Okay. It so she hates like YouTube. Too close. Yeah. She's like, I'm never comfortable with it. It gives her the ick, basically. And she talks about how she started receiving text messages from students saying, like, I want to die. What's the point of living? And, like, her students will just text her anything and everything, including, like, those type of dark emotions. And she's like, I don't want that. I'm just here for the money. <laughs> she's very just like, I didn't, I'm not here to save kids.
3: I, okay. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I've, I've turned off my DMS for these same, very, very similar reasons. Um,
4: uh, so she wanted to ignore them because, uh, ignore the text messages, but she couldn't because she didn't want to betray their sense of trust. Right. So like, okay. she didn't want to deal with it, but at the same time, she didn't want like the kids to not trust other teachers, I guess. um, she starts telling the group a story of a young male teacher who got a text asking for help. And the sender said her friend was in trouble and he needed to meet them at the entrance of this seedy motel. And this teacher, he was young and naive, and he went to help, no questions asked. And he, the one of the girls photographed him in this compromising location, and then the parents and the police got involved. Um, all the fellow teachers knew he had been tricked, Um, And he was not up to anything nefarious, but because he was transgender, um, he was born in a body of a man, but actually a woman. Um, All the teachers knew this, but he didn't want to reveal the truth to fight out this battle. Um, And the student had these two students did this um, because they were mad at him because he told them to stop talking in class. So this is how they got revenge.
3: Wait. Okay. So... In this fictional universe, Mm -hmm. we have children lying about being in this position with this teacher.
4: A CD motel. And
3: the teacher themselves is trans, Uh but has not transitioned.
4: Mm -hmm. No, because he's transgender. Oh, yeah, you're right. He hasn't transitioned. Yeah. But the teachers know that he identifies in a certain way. As a woman. As a woman. Yeah. But he is living in this male body and presenting as a male because of his job. This is a lot. I know.
3: Okay, and she's telling this to nine-year-olds. Yeah. We're going to go with nine, by okay, the way. Nine. I've decided ten. ten. I don't want to give these Unless kids... Unless somewhere it's, further
4: in my notes, it's, it, I have a name AH It's very
3: know. weird. Uh-huh. It's very... Like, this is a lot. Like, I can just imagine a nine-year-old being like, I just want to play Sonic.
4: Mm-hmm. That was us when we were nine. The nine-year-olds now, they know stuff.
3: The, the Gen Alpha they, kids? They grew up with these Because N- they're not even Gen Z anymore. These are Alpha kids.
4: Um, And then the teacher goes on to say, like, do you think those students were punished?
3: When was this book written?
4: Uh, 2008, I think.
3: Oh, okay. Wow. So these are Gen Z kids. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is 2008? I think so. Oh, my God.
4: Confessions. All right. Yeah, because uh, the book was in 2008, and then the movie was made in 2011 and was Academy Award nominated. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I want, I've been waiting to watch the movie. I just keep forgetting. So these nine-year-olds. Because my brain doesn't work anymore. All right.
3: So we got nine-year-olds. Okay, so They're like, I just drank my milk. I'm just a little <laughs> farty because we're all lactose intolerant. <laughs> um, so you get a room full of farty kids like, I'm just in here for the money. By the way, you know how Mr. Johnson got accused of raping children? You're like, what the fuck?
4: <laughs> what? Also, it's my last day. This is my last <laughs> day.
3: And Mr. So, Johnson's trans. What so, the whoa.
4: fuck? So she goes on to say like, were those two students punished? No, of course not. Instead, the teacher was blamed because how could they allow deviants like gays or transgenders to work near children? The teacher was forced to transfer to a new school, but now she teaches at a different school as a woman. So the teacher moved away to a different area and transitioned, and now she teaches as a woman. All right. Um, Because of this incident, there are now rules in place that if you were to ever text me the teacher i would and y- i would send like mr tokura so we're going to start finding names now okay um so she's saying that if a boy texts her she would have mr mr tokura she would forward that text message yeah. she's forwarding that dm okay yeah, yeah, yeah. you handle this mr tokura um she then admonishes the students yes mr hasagawa if you text me, I will contact him. I know you told me you don't like him because you've had issues with him in gym class, but that's not my problem. Anyway, if someone sends a text saying they want to die and life has no meaning selfishly to a teacher in the middle of the night, I I doubt they are truly despondent. If they were considering taking drastic action, why would they send an email announcing it to their teacher?
3: Yo, what is this book? <laughs> This is still
4: the first chapter? (laughs)
3: Yeah. We're
5: 18 minutes in. (laughs)
4: It's wild. So she says to the class You may have guessed by now, but I'm not the kind of teacher that thinks about her students 24 7.
3: I'm not like most girls. It's
4: a job to me. And I have more people in my life before my students. One person who is more important to me is my daughter, Minami, period, point blank. As many of you know, I'm a single mother.
3: I wonder why. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to shame people, but like this lady is a monster. <laughs> like that's why she's alone.
4: Sometimes
5: um, people
1: are, sometimes people are alone for me, different reasons.
4: Let me finish this sentence. Uh, no. You are just digging graves. Okay. Um, so my daughter, she goes on to say, uh, my daughter's father and I plan to get married and I got pregnant during the planning. We were disappointed, but still happy. I went on to I went to get a physical to check my health and felt it would make good sense for my fiance to get a general checkup too. During this checkup, we found out he had a terrible disease and I had to call off the wedding. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, what's that? Miss Osaka? Was that hard for him? Probably. And yes, maybe someone else would have gone through with the wedding, but I could not. What would you do if you found out your fiance fiance had HIV? Most of you know what AIDS is.
3: What the fuck is happening here? Of course she's (laughs) alone. She abandoned her AIDS riddled fiance. (laughs) (laughs)
4: What? Listen, I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say either. (laughs) How many chapters are in this book? There's quite a few chapters in this book. Oh my
3: God. We're all still in (laughs) chapter one. Um You better speed it up. So
4: most of you know what AIDS is because of the summer book there was like a summer book report they what? had to do. Following the journey of a girl who contracts HIV while working as a prostitute and she develops AIDS and dies. This is ten year old nine year olds. So they're they're These not, are nine year olds. They're not banning books, is what I'm saying to you. They're not banning books. Oh my god. They're like, no, you need to know about the real world. Um I read all of your book reports. And
3: they're dumb. And and you you suck.
4: (laughs) And you sympathized with her plight. But as I just told you all now that my fiance had HIV, you all scooted your chairs back away from me.
3: What the fuck, lady? You've done a 360 no scope on these children.
4: You know it's not contagious by air and most kinds of physical contact. You just told them the government's monitoring their milk. I'm sorry. You... i'm sorry to have scared you but i am not infected i was very worried for a long time i was tested very often and it was incredibly stressed while carrying my baby that she would have it neither of us contracted hiv where did my boyfriend get it he got it over overseas during a wild period of his life
3: what the absolute
4: fuck
3: (laughs) that's how she describes it yeah overseas during, During a, a wild, wild period, period of wild his life. Period,
4: and I just talked to Long weekend in Haiti. Just talking to a group of kids.
3: Nine-year-olds.
4: He never sunk into self-pity. He lived with his mistake and understood these were the consequences of his actions. In light of his bravery, I insisted that we should get married after all. He would not allow it. He wanted only for his daughter's life to be good. And he knows that people with HIV are too stigmatized and it would ruin his daughter's life. Oh, you don't believe me? Did you all not just hold your breath and move away from me a minute ago? Does Minami suffer some prejudice as a girl with no father? Yes, but it is much less. She has only asked where her father was once, and I told her he's working very hard, so he can't come see her right now, which is true. He works himself to death. For what? His sacrifice is meaningless.
3: Wait, he's still alive? Yeah. So she's living without a dad.
4: Okay, again, I think we're, we're, we're culturally... Talking about the Japanese culture, and she's slightly describing it here. No,
3: no, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I just want to just just a, just. Yeah, a, Dad's alive. Dad's not dead.
4: Dad's not dead. He did not die of he, HIV. He and her came to a agreement where he wasn't going to be part of the yeah, he'll, daughter's he'll life. Just pay child support because it would be such a burden for his daughter to carry the weight of that stigma, um, versus the stigma of being the daughter of a single mom, which also has a big stigma in Japan. Okay. Okay. So. Um, is this one
3: of those books where the monsters are actually just the people? Yes. It's just people? Yeah. Okay. I told
4: you. It's about how gory and terrible people are. Oh, my God. Um, We're still in
3: chapter one.
4: Does. Uh, where did I leave off? See, I. Can't. So he's working really hard. He can't um, come be with you because he's working so hard. Um, and she says, which is true. He works himself to death. And for what? His sacrifice is meaningless because Minami is no longer with us.
3: Wait, the daughter's
4: dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. When Minami was little, I had put her into daycare so I could work. The hours of the daycare were not the best, so I found a senior citizen named Mrs. Uh, Tekinaka, who hel- who to help in between the times. You all know Mrs. Tekinaka's dog Miku. He lives right behind the pool fence. Um, in the back of the school, I believe the pool fence. They have a pool at the school.
3: Yo, fuck these kids, dude.
4: Um, I believe some of you may have shared your lunch with Muku through the fence a few times. So, like, next next to the school, behind the fence is an older person with a dog, and the kids sneak food to the dog all the time. Uh, Mrs. Takenaka and Minami fell fast in love with each other, and her with Muku. When Mrs. Uh, Takenaki fell ill and had to go to the hospital, I didn't feel it was right for, to find someone else right away since they had grown so attached. So that time between 4 and 6 p.m., I would pick up Minami from daycare and bring her here to school where she would hang out in the nerf- nurse's office with some of you girls. And she told me how much she loves you all.
3: Okay.
5: So
4: she's bringing her daughter this to all the school. This all feels like
3: a setup. This is all a setup. I'm
4: describing what's
3: yeah, happening. Yeah, you're describing it.
4: So she's bringing the girl to school where she works so that those last hours of her work day, she's just in the nurse's office and some of the school girls that are in this classroom are with her and um, her daughter loved these girls. And the teacher says again to class, please don't cry, girls. These are happy memories. Minami loved rabbits and anything bunny related. She especially loved the snuggly bunny. Anything soft and fuzzy, but snuggly bunny was her favorite character. And it's described as being like, kind of like Hello Kitty, but a bunny rabbit. Yeah. About a week before she died, we had gone to the mall. She had spotted a Snuggly Bunny branded chocolate bar that came in a special fuzzy pouch. She begged and pleaded for it, but I had a strict one item only purchase and she had already gotten a new Snuggly Bunny sweater at a different store moments before. She threw a fit and a tantrum and was upset on the floor. And I told her I would buy it for her next time we were out, maybe on Valentine's Day. It just so happens that Mr. Shitamura happened to be at the mall at the same time and came upon the scene. He felt it was a good idea to come up and offer his opinion that I should get it for her since it's only 700 yen. She was so embarrassed at seeing him, she got up and said, OK, I will get it next time. So what we need to know here is that Mr. Shitamura is one of the students in the class. Oh, so this little kid comes up to her. Uh, and it's like, why don't you just get it? It's only 700 yen. Yeah.
3: Which is like the equivalent of like seven bucks or whatever. Yeah. It's like, but it's also very cheap, like yeah.
4: a grown woman. Her kids having a, a temper tantrum. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then a fucking nine year old comes up and is like, oh, you're not parenting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> OK. So uh, the f- we kind of scoot ahead. The, there's a faculty meeting. It ended just before 6 p.m. And I went to the nurse's office to find Minami, and she wasn't there. I checked around and asked teachers and girls if they had seen her no one had that evening we all searched for her mr hoshino you are the one that found her you stated you had seen her coming from the pool in the past and maybe that's where she would be again we found manami floating on the surface of the pool and quickly pulled her out as quickly as possible she was pronounced dead by drowning and there were no signs of a struggle so it was deemed an accident Apparently, Minami was secretly feeding Muku through the fence, having brought bread from her school. I know you're wondering if this is the reason I'm resigning. And yes, after her death, this is the reason.
3: But it's no- been a week!
4: But not because of the reason you think. What? But because her death wasn't an accident. She was killed by students in this very class. I wonder if you children know about age limits in our society. For example... How old you have to be to purchase alcohol? There are similar limits in juvenile law. Society believes that children are too immature to understand the consequences of their actions. Period. Deep breath. I'm sorry that you weren't able to attend my daughter's funeral. I know you would have wanted to be there. Um, she goes on to say that she knows two students killed her daughter. She won't so that, say their names. She's going to call them student A and student B. She goes on to describe what it's been like to be the teacher of student A. She describes him as a tryhard, but also weird. She found out from another student that student A was doing experiments on animals and posting about it on a blog he created. She got the website info from the student and looked into it. It was basically blank and said, new experiment coming soon. She reported it to her supervisor, but basically forgot as she says, this kid is just forgettable. A while later, student A showed up in her science lab classroom. She was alone. They had a brief exchange of pleasantries, and student A offered her this little black coin purse. She took it out of his hand. It was heavy. He was like, there's a surprise inside for you. She knew little boys and assumed there was a frog or a bug inside, so she braced herself and prepared herself for a jump scare when she opened it. Instead, when she pulled the zipper, she was electrically shocked, and she got really upset. And was like, why would you do that to me? And he said, I just wanted to see how it works. And she was like, am I your guinea pig? You just wanted to see how this works on me? He is a little twat. That's, <laughs> she describes him. She says he's a little twat. To the nine-year-olds. Yeah. Okay. Again, she's still talking to a class of nine-year-olds. What's the big deal? It's just a little shock, he said. Teacher is like, why are you even making something like this? What are you planning on doing with it? Kill another small animal? Again, he's being a little twat. And he says, why are you so touchy? It's not that big a deal. He grabbed the coin purse out of her hand and stormed out. Teacher tried to report the coin purse incident to the faculty, but they just felt that he was like a really smart kid doing science. And the principal said that I should contact student A's parents and give them a stern warning about this behavior, but that it did kind of like show initiative.
3: Okay. I'm, this is, all right. We're a half hour into chapter one.
4: I know. Student calls student A's mom to report what's going on. And the mom is a condescending bitch. I wrote that note. The mom is, you hear the mom talk and she's a condescending bitch. And she was like, she says, I'm impressed. You have so much free time to call me about this since you have your own child to look after. <laughs> the next week, student A showed back up at my lab with a coin purse and some paperwork. He wanted me to sign off on an entry form for the coin purse in a national middle school science fair. When she read the paper, she comes to find out he's submitting his invention as a, "quotes theft prevention coin purse. She begrudgingly signs off on it. He is promising to work to make it super safe for users while being a th- super effective. She doesn't really buy it because the kid's vibes are very like bad she like
3: yeah bad vibe kid. he's like
4: very macaulay culkin from the good son mm-hmm. is very that energy anyway he ends up winning at the thing for his first invention of the coin purse he ends up receiving a governor's award and his coin purse went on to the national competition and he ended up getting third place in the whole country
3: all of Japan. They're oh, like an electrified coin purse. That it, is. It's
4: a theft protection. Because if, if you. No, if I If somebody understand. tries to steal it. I understand it, it. I understand. Okay. It. It's you have to it. know how to
3: turn it off a certain way. Yeah.
4: Okay. Um, they even wrote about the coin purse in the local newspaper. It was supposed to be on the front page. Um, but the. Uh, wait, sorry. It was supposed to be on the front page. But the story was pushed back because there was this big story uh, called the lunacy story about a girl who poisoned her family. And that was actually on the front page
3: okay um and the teacher's bringing this up like yeah you were supposed to be front page nudes but you weren't because some little girl murdered her whole family
4: yeah literally uh so then she's like anyway so student b
3: (laughs) yo okay how Uh, long is chapter one
4: can you let me get there (laughs) so student b uh she describes as a friendly and social kid he got average grades B uh, was just like a normal kid cliche. He was like, I don't know. But she says one day she noticed him sitting in class and he was scribbling on a copybook And she went and looked at it and he was just writing, die, die, die.
3: What is this class? What is this school? <laughs> just a school of fucking psycho kids.
4: Um, But she didn't do anything about it. Right. She just walked away. But student A saw this. And student A was like, hey, do you want to see some porn videos I found? What? (laughs) So obviously these two are best friends now. Um, Pretty soon after they start hanging out, uh, A says to B, is there anyone in the world you would want to punish? And B is like, that's a weird question, bro. How does she know this? A is like, no, no. I'm working on this invention to punish bad guys and I need a bad guy to try it on. So student B is like Mr. Takura. I don't like that guy. He's a tennis teacher. And student A being a little bitch is like, no, because he doesn't want to mess with Mr. Takura because he's like a big. And that's the guy who she forwards teacher. the text to. Yeah. Okay. She's like the, he's like the big gym teacher. Yeah. So then student B says the teacher's name. The teacher is speaking right now uh, because he is resentful at her. And student A knows he is on that teacher's radar. So he's like, no, that won't work. She already knows I'm fucking weird. So student B says, what about Moriguchi's daughter? And he agrees to it. Moriguchi is the name of his teacher we're talk- that is speaking at this time. No, I understand, I understand. So they both knew that on Wednesdays is when Minami comes to school with uh, her. They find her feeding Muku by the pool and introduce themselves. Like, oh, hi, we're in your mother's class. We like that dog too. That's why we're out here. We're going to feed him little snacks too. Student A takes out a bunny pouch, which she has fitted out with a new electric shock mechanism and says that her mother had given it to them to give to her and that she should look inside because it has Valentine's Day candy.
3: Wait, but didn't she say a specific kid saw her and they didn't buy it? Oh.
4: Of course, the little girl is super excited and tries to open it. The moment she touches the zipper and pull, and pulls... She collapses to the ground and doesn't move. Student B panics and is like, what the fuck? What have you done? She's not moving. And student A says, then go tell someone. Actually, tell everyone. And then walks away. Student B is standing there alone and freaking the fuck out because he thinks she is dead. Um, And he comes up with a plan to make it look like she had accidentally fallen in the pool. So he moves the body into the pool and then runs away. These students knew this before the moment that the teacher knew. Wait, I'm sorry. These students knew before this moment that the teacher knew what they did. She had come to their houses weeks before and confronted them on her suspicions. They both admitted to their part. They had been kind of freaking out waiting for the police to show up at the school, which they never did. So um, the teacher's telling all the students this. She's like, I've known for weeks. Okay. Okay. They've been sitting here sweating because they've been waiting for the cops to show up. Okay. And now I'm telling you all now. The reason she didn't report to the police is because she doesn't believe they will face consequences and that they'll get some juvenile facility shit or probation. She says she wishes she could electrocute student A and drown student B. What? (laughs) Because the electrocution didn't kill her daughter. Her daughter drowned and she could have survived if student B had not run away.
3: Okay, Um, I kind of figured that That's the reason why she was implicating the two of them
4: Yeah, She's like if you remember The whole conversation started With a discussion about calcium deficiency But calcium isn't the only thing Japanese people can be deficient in We can also have a lack of taste buds To certain flavor profiles Student A and B Did your milk taste different? Would you even be able to tell? Did your milk taste like It had more iron in it? You see, this morning I added blood to your milk. Not my own blood, but the blood of the most noble man I know. Mr. Sakramoro, Minami's father.
3: She put AIDS blood in their chalky milk?
4: I can see from your reaction what that most fuck? of you have figured this out. What the fuck? I am not sure how quickly my little experiment will work, but I do suggest you get tested every year. The incubation period for HIV virus can take five to ten years. That should be enough time for you both to think about the value of life. The teacher is like, I hope you will both beg for forgiveness from Manami's spirit. And to the other children, I hope you take good care of student A and B. I don't know what I'm going to do next or if I will even have freedom. But enjoy your vacation. Class is dismissed. That's chapter one? Yeah. That's how chapter one closes. Okay. How long is chapter one? It was really long.
3: Is it like three quarters of the book? No, not really. What uh. the fuck? She made the children drink AIDS blood? Yeah. After they murdered her young daughter? Mm hmm. Who she didn't have daycare for because her husband has AIDS? Yeah. You okay? No.
5: I'm okay. You can't
3: so. keep doing this to me. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. What is with. No. I don't like this month. <laughs> I don't like whatever's going on here. I'm not happy about it. Jesus. Um, Why can't you just read one book that's like, and then the unicorn and the princess went back to, went back, <laughs> and then there was a knight, and the knight fought the dragon, and the that's dragon... your
4: book. You're going to read A Court of thorns and Roses. Isn't and, that about that stuff?
3: And the dragon... Is not a metaphor for colonialism or anything. <laughs> the dragon is just a dragon.
4: Yeah. <laughs> should have taken that sip of coffee. It's not coffee. It's like five o'clock at night. It's like a okay. herbal tea. Okay. Okay. It's chapter two. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm gonna pa- don't worry. I'm going to power through all the other chapters.
3: You're going to power through. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> well, the thing oh. is like chapter one is the base of the entire thing. Okay. So, so now
3: what? So now so, the real, so, real quick. The rest of the book now is the kids sitting around trying to figure out who A and B are.
4: No. So the rest of the book now is we're going to bop over to uh, a different student's perspective. So, like again, we're in the room of the children. Okay. But when this opens, it's the next year. It's been – or no, it's after summer. Okay. After summer break, they're starting school again.
3: And they have a new teacher.
4: They have a new teacher. Okay. And we're going to start to see the the current and backstories of the children that are all involved that are in this classroom that everything's going on with. Okay. Okay. So chapter two opens and we get introduced to one of the students. She's describing this new school year after what happened at the close of last year. Her name is Mizuki. She informs us that Naoki is student B has not been to school yet. Okay. Uh, Sh- I can't say this name. Shuya, it's S-H-U-Y-A, Shuya. Yeah. That's student A. Student A has come to school every day, but no one none of the students talk to him and mostly just whisper about him behind their back, and he never talks. There's a new teacher who's super nice and excitable. She describes him kind of like a golden retriever.
3: So real quick,
4: mm-hmm. student
3: A was the one who built the electrified coin purse. Yeah. Who won the, the government award and all that different yeah. stuff, uh, who was trying to kill the little girl.-hmm
4: And student B was the the kind of weird but normally friendly kid.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
4: he has not come to school.
3: Yeah, because he- he's the one who was like, yeah, killing's cool and then saw it and mm-hmm. was like, oh, and then tried to cover up, but yep. actually became the killer. Yes, okay.
4: So new fun teacher. Uh, Mizuki.
3: Could you imagine being that teacher? Hey, kids, <laughs> this year's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to learn about letters. We're not talking about AIDS all year. <laughs> Like, I want to point out. I want to point out.
4: But no, because this teacher just comes into the most solemn group of children that have experienced so much that spent the whole summer just thinking about what their teacher said to them. And then the whole classroom is just like traumatized. And he's just trying so hard.
3: Hey, guys, last year, y'all had chalky milk. This year, we're going to do strawberry milk. Why are you screaming?
4: Oh, no. <laughs> uh <laughs> mizuki is the classroom captain that's the way i would describe it the, like they use a different terminology but it's like being the captain of the yeah, classroom yeah.
2: line and leader this,
4: and this new excitable teacher wants her to copy notes for ne neko um and once a week they would take the notes to his house so that he wouldn't fall behind for in student his studies. Yep, yeah gotcha um and okay so the kids please
3: please write down notes hey kids today we're gonna learn all about how to uh I don't know what do kids learn in these years today we're gonna learn long division yeah hey you can you take down notes to make sure that the murderer knows how to do long division <laughs> the kid you definitely know who murdered someone to the point that that the that the victim's mom fed him AIDS. <laughs> This is a fucking <laughs> so weird book.
4: It's a crazy
3: book. I just want to put it into perspective. <laughs> I
4: know. When I was reading it on the train to work, I was just like, this is insane. And I was like laughing at myself because I'm like, this is the craziest also, thing Also, The I've thing read. is, is
3: like, okay, so there's a movie called Battle Royale. Do you mm-hmm. know what? Or Battle Royale. Do you no. know what that is? All right. So it's a book. It's set in Japan. Mm-hmm. And it's basically kids from this one like high school classroom get sent to an island. Yeah. Where it's last man standing. Okay. So it's Hunger Games. Yeah. Okay. It's Hunger Games. Except instead of it being a representative from each area, the government, because it's the government.
4: It's always the
5: government.
3: Just takes a whole classroom of kids. Got it. And just releases them on the island and just goes, last one standing. So this has that kind of weird feel to it. Yeah. So like I can picture it in my mind. Yeah. Like a, Like Battle Royale or Assassination Classroom or one of these other ones where it's like a Fucked up movie, yeah. Where there's like children, yeah. But it's like Japanese kids, yeah, in the school in their little school uniforms and the whole thing. And then there's the teachers just freaking out, like, and I made you drink AIDS in your chalky milk, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Because I've also I know it's not actually chocolate milk,
4: yeah. It's much funnier. <laughs> it's much funnier. Chalky milk
3: is very funny.
4: So, um, the kids in the class start to pick on Shuya the student. student A. A. Um, They start dumping their cartons of milk on him.
3: The murderer. They're still giving these kids milk? After that, no more milk.
4: (laughs) But nobody else knows. The kids didn't tell anybody of authority. What? The kids didn't say shit. The kids haven't told anyone? The kids didn't say shit. You gotta tell me that ahead
5: of
3: time because I don't know. The teacher doesn't.
4: Okay. Um, So they're, they're like always accidentally pouring cartons of milk on him. And whispering, you know, you're not even sorry for what you did. Um, Drink they're generally the <laughs> they're just, Drink the they're just gradually picking on him. And the entire text uh, class gets a text message from an unknown number. And the text message says, you be the judge. Collect points for every blow you strike against Shuya, the killer. The rules were simple. Every time someone did something to harass Shuya, they would get a text, they would they would text it to this number they didn't know and they would get points. And at the end of the week, all the points would be totaled, and the person with the lowest points would be labeled friend of the killer. And the next week they would receive the same treatment as Shuya starting the following Monday. What the absolute fuck. So the kids obviously go buck fucking wild for this new game. Listen <laughs> Okay,
3: two things. Okay. Number one. Yeah. Of course the kids do. Yeah. I went to American high school and elementary school and middle school where you used to get regularly beaten for the amount of years you've been alive. <laughs> oh, you're 11? The line up for your 11 punches plus one to go on. It's yeah. like I remember duck I remember it's calling out. I would be sick on my birthday cuz I'm like I'm not getting fucking punched you psychopaths who can barely fucking count also you can tell this book in one one specific thing this book would not work in america yeah it would not because student a would get a gun yeah it doesn't work in japan he has to build one yeah that's how they killed the prime minister shinzo abe <laughs> and then after they did that they were like you know what that assassin had pretty good points about the church unification church mm. Now, now now japan's banning the moonies yeah well The man built a fucking shotgun out of like an umbrella.
4: Yeah. Well, I've read about the Moonies and yep. Yeah. So So these kids kids are taking text
3: they're getting text directives beat up. The child electrocutor, And
4: if you don't...
3: You are you, the same. Yeah. You're his best friend. You
4: get, you're the best friend. You're
3: either with us or against it's, us, 9-11 exactly. style. Okay.
4: None of the kids are drinking their daily milk. No um, shit. So there's a lot of milk-based bullying. I just, you know, like, I that's all I wrote as a note. There's just, like, pages and pages of milk-based this, bullying. <laughs> real quick, can I tell you?
3: This feels like it was written by Big Oat Milk.
4: <laughs>
3: Big yeah. Almond Milk is in the background, yeah. like, and listen, when you drink... When you drink cow milk, might have AIDS in it. <laughs> you know what doesn't have AIDS? Oats. Oats.
4: <laughs> I can't have oat milk, but I hear it's good. So then one day, one of the kids comes in the class to Mizuki, because we're in Mizuki's uh, yeah. perspective. And they're like, I, chapter have to sh- two. I have to show you something. And her Spidey sensors are getting a little off, but she's like, whatever, I'll go. And so they go into this room where the students have Shuya on the floor, hogtied. And the kids demand that Mizuki do something to him because she's super low in points. And so she takes her milk carton and throws it at his face. And, you know, it spikes off his face and it hurts him. And then after she does it, she, like, says, like, a little sorry under her breath. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. But the kid, one of the kids hears her and then starts calling her a sympathizer, So they grab her and force her onto the ground next to him. And they're like, if you don't like him so much, why don't you kiss him?
3: This is like the Stanford experiment. This shit's fucking crazy.
4: (laughs) So basically after this incident, she befriends uh, Shuya. Because she is like kind of stamped as like she's stuck as she stuck yep. with him anyway. This and, is
3: like when I was in high school when I got sent to the weird kid table mm-hmm. because I didn't really fit in with anybody else. And then I one the one kid was like, You wanna go over to my house and wrestle on the trampoline? I'll be the Undertaker. And I was oh, like, no. I'll be Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> and then like one day that kid was just like, I'm fucking weird as shit. And I was like, Yeah, you are, dude. Yeah, dude. Facts. Yeah, Big facts. That's how I became friends with the weird kids.
4: Yeah. Um, They become friends and... Her and the school shooter. her, Her and the kid. And they start acting a little like boyfriend and girlfriend kissing and studying together. It's like very weird... Uh, it, it's uncomfortable, but
3: now she's not hitting them so she's losing all the time anyway, and getting exactly. Beaten. She's
4: always on the bottom. Yeah. Um. So weird. Milk-based bullying still happening. Okay. I just need to tell you a lot of milk-based yeah. bullying, and here and to, they're to, like filling his shoes with milk. And here is the thing:
3: the listeners need to understand is you hate milk.
4: I did so fine. No, we didn't bring it up, but I fucking hate milk. You think it's the grossest and stuff? Reading about all this milk-based bullying was so hard for me. I fucking hate milk. And like, I love cheese. I love ice cream. Yeah. I'll have a But yogurt, actual but whole a milk. But glass of fucking milk. Whole milk. Yeah. The, I don't put it in my cereal. Yeah. I can't fuck with milk.
3: Yeah.
5: It you don't do it.
4: It me the fuck out. And it's just like page on page of different ways they're using milk to torture this
3: kid. Yeah. And in reality, it's torturing you. And you're trying to torture me with it. But once uh, you started putting AIDS <laughs> in the milk, I'm in.
5: No.
3: I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I took his AIDS blood and I put it in your little nine-year-old milk and now you're 10 and you're getting bullied by a text message.
4: For more milk.
3: Yeah. These kids are NPCs in <laughs> a fucking TikTok live and somebody is giving them roses every like, time.
4: But it's also like that, I don't watch the Saw movies, but it's like that little guy yeah. on the robot. It's like him, like sending text messages. Yeah, yeah,
3: Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the Saw movies either, but I know enough that that is Jigsaw.
4: Yeah. Uh, One day, Shoya Comes off, uh, comes to school. Yeah. And is on, they're doing their usual shit. And this one kid, they're like picking on him and is like, What are you looking at, child murderer? And Shuya doesn't respond, but bites his own finger and then wipes his bloody finger across that kid's face.
3: Oh, he weaponized his blood. He
4: then went over to another student. And this girl had been bullying him really bad. And he raised his bloody hand towards her and she screamed and covered her face. So then he grabs her cell phone and rubs his hand like blood all over her cell phone. And then he starts yelling at the other students. Who the fuck do you think you are? You think you're going to torture me? You think you're better than me? And then he there's another girl, I guess, to the right of him. And he goes up and he kisses her on the mouth. And he says to the whole class, consider this your first and last warning. And after this, no one messes with Shoya. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so there's some like weird pseudo relationship that's happening between her and him. And she's still the whole time going with the overhyped teacher to over to Neoku's house to drop off those notes. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Every time they go. They they deal with the mom. Mm-hmm. He never comes downstairs. She has never laid eyes on him since. Okay. She, she's like, I don't know. The mom's there. She's kind of weird. And she never, the mom then like stops inviting them in. So then like they're going over and she's like kind of opening the door crack and just taking the notebooks. Yeah. And again, but she never sees him. I'm
3: guessing he's dead. Um, I'm going to throw that out there. I'm going to guess that. I'm guessing that he's been dead.
4: Okay. So And the mom day, is so
3: disturbed by it that she's trying to hide it.
4: So one of the days, her and the hyper teacher are getting getting ready to go over there, and she gets called into the principal's office, oh. and she's been informed that there's been a tragedy. Um, Naoki has murdered his mother.
3: Oh, Student B. Student B. Student B killed his mom. Yeah. Okay, so he's not dead.
4: No, he's the opposite.
3: He's the opposite. Now the mom's dead. Do
4: you want to take a break? Yeah.
3: We can go one more chapter.
4: One more chapter, okay.
3: Okay, so that was the end of chapter that two. That was the end of chapter two. Jesus, how many chapters are in this book? I
4: don't remember. And there's, if I move my screen, I'm going to lose my point. Okay? okay, calm down. Okay, stop trying to power through this awesome milk based. You told me movie. this wasn't going to be
3: that long, and we're only two chapters in, and we're coming up to an hour.
4: How dare you!
0: L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.
3: AIDS milk. Oh
4: God. So... Well, I mean, it's just, come on, <laughs> come on. I listened. I knew this was going to happen. As soon as I finished reading that first chapter, And I closed the book because I needed a minute. I was just like, he is, he, when I have to read this to him, when I have to explain to him AIDS, that she poisoned the milk with blood, um, I knew, I knew where this was. I'm never letting it go. You shouldn't.
3: I'm never letting it go. (laughs) So we
4: get to chapter three. Also,
3: I was thinking about (laughs) it. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about it. Like, with the dad right Mm -hmm. and like the dad's not around because he has aids and that's a stigma i'm like that's stupid okay that's a dumb society
4: okay i don't know if we need to fight japanese society right now well
3: they should fight themselves this is
4: just a book club man no
3: it's fine i know but horror all horror and all these type of things come from a place of truth right because Mm -hmm. that's what makes it so horrific so like the dad hiding away and then it's like terrible that she's a single mom, but if he had died, then she'd be a widow, but widows are revered. It's just stupid. Yeah. Men are dumb and I don't respect them.
4: F- facts. Same. Okay. So we get to chapter three and we meet Naoki's sister. That's again the child that just killed his mom. Okay. She's traveling home from a different city because student she shouldn't be student b yep because she found out that you know her little brother had just murdered his mom yeah and she's taking care of all the funeral details and the house and dealing with all the press that's outside because this is like big news that this kid murdered his mom and while she's cleaning up she finds her mother's diary okay okay so basically the way that i wrote this out is i just wrote like this whole chapter is just her reading the (laughs) diary Okay. okay,
3: so it's from the perspective of the sister, the sister but it's really from the mom's perspective it's of yeah. the sister reading the mom's diary. Exactly. That's okay. That feels a little bit inceptiony. Okay. But um, uh, I'm guessing the sister's also a little older. Like maybe she's yeah, in she's college? older.
4: Yeah, she's an older sister. Okay. She's working full time. She's working full time. Okay. So, um, we're she's reading the the diary, and we're learning all about the mother's perspective and what she was going through. She did not, the mother did not understand why her son didn't want to go to school. Also, she noticed that the son got really like OCD. Like, they don't, she doesn't use that terminology, but he's like constantly washing all of his dishes. Uh, he's bleached, double, triple bleaching all of his clothes when he does laundry. He won't share anything with her. And she thinks he's like having this like OCD thing. But it's very clear that, like, he doesn't want to spread anything.
3: Yeah, he's afraid he's going to give his mom a Yeah, Yeah.
4: Um, and he gets really, like, um, he, like, he won't let anyone touch him. He won't, like, have a hug. He won't stay in a room a long time with people. Um, he also is really depressed, and he stops bathing and cleaning his room. I have a question. Yeah.
3: How many kids are in this class? I don't really know. I mean, do we think it's, like, 20 I it's like kids? 20.
4: I think it's, like, 20.
3: I feel like 20 kids... One of them would have said something.
4: Nobody said anything.
3: I know. That's the part. That's the part where I'm on my hang up with. I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like twenty kids. They would have let something weird slip.
4: I mean, maybe it's less than that. Maybe it's like ten. I, don't I mean, know. it's hard to manage from a the game. book cover.
3: Again, I know we're not supposed to judge, judge a book by its cover, but there's more than ten on the cover of the chairs focused around. Oh the no, 100.
4: wait. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven.
3: There's eleven chairs. Okay.
4: Maybe there's 11. All I don't right. know. Okay. So she takes him to the doctor. She takes him to the psychiatrist. Nothing's helping. Okay. He refuses to leave his room for most of the time. He wouldn't go to school, and he was becoming more and more irritable. At a certain point, he tells her the truth. Like it, There's a diary entry where she, he tells her the truth about what happened and how he played a part in this little girl's dre- death. She realizes this... um, this, she realizes this is why he's so fucked up right now. He's getting worse and worse and more and more volatile. And she is getting more and more depressed because they're stuck in the house 24-7 together and he's being an asshole too. Like,
3: yeah, because he's also like, uh, he's preteen.
4: He's a preteen jerk. Um, So then like, like, she's describing it like he's becoming like a bully and they're both kind of walking on eggshells around each other. Mm-hmm. And she like is starting to also isolate from society because her husband's never home. He's always at work. She's always at home with this kid. Her two other kids, their grown daughters have moved away. Mm -hmm. So she's also becoming like really depressed and isolated. Um, he has a manic break at a certain point and ends up like freaking out, uh, like, cutting like she cut his hair but then he cut off all of his hair and he goes a little cuckoo and then he ends up going down to the street to like the local corner store and slicing his own hand hand open on purpose and covering all the items in the store in his blood and the shop owner calls his mom and is like come get this little fucking weirdo and she does and she has to buy everything that he touched. Yeah, because <laughs> she doesn't want to like have a conversation about why he did it. Yeah, um, but she's just like get get in the car. I'll buy everything, whatever. And so the thing is, is like he had told her that he had played a part in the death,
3: but he didn't tell her about the AIDS. Exactly. Yeah. So
4: in the car ride, when she has uh you know bags and bags of stuff from this gro- little grocery store covered in blood, and she's so confused. He confesses that the teacher had given him HIV, right? Now, the mom becomes enraged. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Um, and she wants him to seek med- medical attention. Yeah, go he, get tested. Yeah, he refuses. Um, and then this is this is a little crazy. Like, And again, I think it's because they're both stuck at home together. As the days go by, she decides the only course of action she has left is to kill her son.
3: <laughs> okay. So
4: she writes like a diary entry like she comes a couple about how she's planning on killing her son because he's clearly never going to like be anybody and he's driving her fucking insane. He's also a murderer and he ha- he potentially has uh, HIV. So what, you know, he might die anyway. Anyway, she really just that. Down, that's her words. Yeah, yeah, the mom. I just
3: want to be clear about that. That's yeah. her words, not yeah. yours. No. I know. But, but the- she's uh,
4: like finding all these reasons why, yeah. you know, maybe she- How just, many
3: reasons does she have then? You said four? All right, we need nine more.
4: Okay. So the only course of action she can come up with is murder my son. Okay. So she makes a plan. And the day that she goes to confront him, she's like, she's like, I'm going to go get him. As she goes upstairs to his bedroom, and he sees that she has a knife, and he attacks her first, stabbing her and pushing her down the stairs. Okay. Okay? So the sister is reading all of this, and she decides that none of this matters, and she needs to protect what's left of her family, and she gets rid of the diary because she wants Ew. her brother to have a chance to be found innocent.
3: Okay, now question for yeah. you. Yeah. How does the diary say, I went to go kill him? And the, how did she write in the diary?
4: I think she wrote in the diary that she was, her plan was to go upstairs and confront him. She had a knife, but then the story from the police was that. Oh, okay.
3: That's the knife that the, she was stabbed the with. Knife
4: she was stabbed with and she got pushed down the stairs.
3: Gotcha. Right? Okay. All right. All right. That makes a little bit more sense. Cause yeah. it does feel kind of weird of like, was she bleeding out writing this in the diary? Like that's how it feels. Um, but also then the sister is also a fool. Okay. Because she is now throwing out the reason. So like he, it was self-defense. Yeah. I mean, he'll still go to jail for the little girl's murder, Maybe. but not mom murder. Yep. Maybe. I don't know how Japanese, but
4: how would they find out about the little girl murder? Cause she got rid of the book.
3: That's what I'm saying. The don't get rid of the book.
4: She already did. Sorry. We're on chapter four now. Chapter four. This is where we're going to hear Naoki's side of the story. This is student a, the psycho that made the coin purse. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, his part starts before the little girl's death. He kind of gets a prequel. All okay. Right? And he's talking- Because he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Really. And he, Oh, really? Yeah, just like, I hate this kid's personality a oh. lot. And when you're reading his perspective, you're like, you're the worst. Well, the
3: teacher called him a twat, like yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, she kept calling him a twat.
4: Yeah. No, no, which no, no. Is, I wrote that. You wrote twat. I wrote- I think I think I wrote. No, that. you
3: said that she said it in the book.
4: Oh, maybe she did. I know that I wrote a note where I was like, "God, this guy, this kid sucks." Okay, he just sucks. So um, this is before the little girl's death, and he's talking about feeling like an outcast and not having any real friends. Um, Shuya comes up to him, and he's like, "Uh, you want to see this cool?" V- oh no! So he's talking about how. Hold on, I got all this confused. I'm so sorry naoki is the kid that murdered his mom yes we're talking about his perspective
3: okay so this is this is
4: is the twat
3: okay so we're talking about student b student b the mom killer mom killer who threw the little girl in the in the pool in the pool okay
4: okay sorry so he's talking about feeling like an outcast and not having any friends
3: which is why he's writing die in a notebook Uh
4: and then shoya comes up to him and is like hey you want to see a cool video i cleared and they end up becoming weird fast friends and Shoya poses the other question about punishing someone and they discuss how they he discusses how he went to the mall to find the bag cuz he knew that the little girl would like it and how he felt like Shoya wasn't was like a really true friend to him but that he wasn't as smart or as good as Shoya so he always felt less than okay so he's just like describing basically what it's like to be a kid making friends except for that their friendship is based on hey you want to see this porn video
3: yeah so but it's also sounding kind of like a lenny and george of mice and men situation like Mm. the one guy is clearly smarter and manipulative yeah and the other one's like a little bit dumber like he went to he went and got the bag so so student b bought the bag yeah okay so student b buys the bag for the little girl because he's like i was gonna be nice to the little girl. Or no, he why did he buy the bag?
4: He bought the bunny bag because he knew that he was going to use it to make the coin purse to electrocute her. Oh, and she okay. she would want it. So never mind. Yeah.
3: I thought he bought the bunny bag to just be nice to the little girl. And then the other one is like, nah, let's make it an electric. Yeah, No. Okay, so he's a psycho too. They're
4: both little psychos. Okay, Um, I'm
3: trying to give one of them an out. Never, never. He
4: already murdered his mom.
3: No, I know, but like leading to that, like up until up until the little girl murder moment, Mm -hmm. the other one is killing pets, right? The other one's torturing animals. Yeah. The other one is screwed.
4: Classic psycho shit.
3: Classic, classic psycho stuff that every writer puts into all of their terrible books. Yeah. That's fine. This other one, though, seems to come out of nowhere as an accomplice. It reminds me of the Columbine shooters. There's the one guy who definitely was going to be a Nazi shooter the the entire time. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, kind of, sort of, at least in most of the stories you hear, Feels like if he never met the first guy, wouldn't have been a killer. Yeah, oh. And that's kind of what it feels like with student B, the way it's being set up a little bit. Mm. Doesn't mean any of that's true.
4: Doesn't mean it. You're really bad at forecasting, if I'm going to be honest.
3: What? That's B is no, just actually- just like in
4: general, because like, in the beginning, you were like, yeah, I'm on this teacher's side. I get her. And then I'm like, you just don't forecast.
3: I'm still on the teacher's side.
4: She put AIDS in the milk.
3: They killed her daughter. <laughs> I don't listen. I don't want to sound crazy, but I don't like store-bought pesto. Okay? That's what this entire fucking episode feels like. Yeah, okay? This is
4: just a TikTok trend.
3: These two boys mm-hmm. killed her daughter. Yeah. She could put AIDS in the milk.
4: She did. She and she sure.
3: nailed it. She knew exactly whose milk it was going to be.
4: She'd been monitoring that milk.
3: She got down Because of the government, okay? (laughs) And then she's texting. I'm assuming she's the one texting the kids.
4: I feel like she is. It's never told. We don't ever find out.
3: Because is the thing. She makes a big deal. A lot of stuff is set up in chapter one. She makes a big deal that she has all of the kids numbers because they text her that they want to kill themselves.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Which is, like, what is of the numbers on insane. It's insane. <laughs> That's so crazy. Also, she brings up the entire thing about how she hates the kids anyway because they hurt some other random transgender teacher back in 2008. And you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is happening here? And the whole thing is insane. I'm on and and she ain't there to make friends. She was just there to pick a buck. She
4: was trying to get a buck. She's yeah. trying to pay her bills. Here's
3: the only thing. I actually don't know whether or not the teacher's uh, baby daddy actually even have AIDS. Hmm. I don't know if that part's just made up to fuck with the kids because again, seeing all the stitches of people who have explained to the lady that not buying store bought pesto isn't as crazy as you think. There's some people out there come up with some fucking like wrong manipulative plans. Yeah, I know. I so love pretending, them. pretending that somebody, you know, has AIDS and then telling someone you put it in their drink because they're a child that you've made sure to write a book about AIDS and what it does to somebody mm-hmm. just to fuck with these kids where you can then have them beaten every day by a text message. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I'm not saying I'm not saying she's an angel. No. But sometimes it's not the hero you want. <laughs> oh my God. Okay?
4: So... You leave,
3: you leave this Batman-ass teacher alone.
4: Um, so what we learn is that basically after the little girl gets electrocuted, Naoki is like, what the fuck? And Sh- uh, Shuya is like, go tell everyone. And Noki's is freaking out and is like, what do you mean, go tell everyone? Right? And Shuya says... Don't worry. No one will think you had anything to do th- with this. We never we would never been friends. I hate kids like you. So worthless compared to a genius like me. You are a failure. And Shoya walks off. Oh. So Shoya was like, listen, you got to tell people and don't worry. They're not going to blame you because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. So Naoki feels all kinds of resentments and all kinds of shit because he's like, I am not a failure. Um and when he's moving the little girl's body he realizes she isn't dead and he decides in that moment he's going to kill her to prove to Shoya that he isn't a failure and he actually can finish what he started. So this was a spite murder.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah
4: um so then the rest of the chapter really goes through this slow descent into madness and dealing with grief
3: which we got from the monster
4: perspective, yeah. so we and can and the the not showering the ocd how much he hates every time the teacher shows up yeah the school work because oh this is we find out that remember how we we're talking about like the kids are taking notes and this the class captain like takes takes some of the notes and writes them down but sometimes the golden retriever teacher has like other kids write them, but she's just in charge of collecting them to bring them to the house. Gotcha. This is when we find out that apparently the kids have been sneaking hateful notes into the copy books and threatening him and calling him names and bullying him through the Oh, notes. so he's
3: still getting bullied every yeah. s- even though he's not there. Yeah. Every single kid is like, we know.
4: Yeah, they're writing these like crazy intricate notes. So like it'll be like a paragraph of like schoolwork. And oh, then the next paragraph is like we all remember, we all know you yeah, like, yeah. like, but like they never actually say. And then what you're thinking of, like the, they, acrostic. Like, the Yeah. That you circle the first letter of every word type of thing. Yeah. Like they're really detailed, like, psycho Oh no, notes. listen,
3: listen, I've seen some real, like when I was in school with the notebook passing and everything like that, I saw some mm-hmm. real psycho shit. Kids will come up with the craziest ways to get around that stuff. Yeah. Like, Every time I see one of those things, we're like, no. You know, like like the QAnon people have to be like, no, if you take the first letter of every third tweet and blah, blah i was like, dude, that's, what are you, a middle school? Yeah. Like, that's always my reaction to it. I was like, yeah, b- adults just say what they mean. Kids, though, they'll fucking put layers no, they got on time. layers. They
4: got so much fucking time because they don't have a mortgage to pay. They got <laughs> time. Okay. So when, I'm sorry, pay a water bill. You won't have time to write these kind of notes. Oh, you're sand.
3: Okay, now we sound like boomers.
4: (laughs) Oh, are you sand? (laughs) Make a car payment. (laughs) Oh my God, not a car payment. Yeah. So he hits his breaking point of madness after his mom forces him to take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and,
3: all right so he's an incel
4: yeah and she apo- during that moment where she's like forcing him to take a shower she apologizes for failing him right she's like i'm so sorry i failed you
3: And she's like i'm a bad mother and
4: he starts screaming i did not fail i am not a failure and then he notices that he's covered in blood and it's like it turns out that like this is this is after he had killed her he had gone to take the shower and he realizes that like he was in a psychosis. During
3: oh, this.
4: and that's the end of the chapter. Boom! Chapter five. Okay. Uh, so then we get to Shuya's perspective. Okay. Okay. Now we're definitely at student A, the twat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just really didn't like this kid, obviously. Right, we I didn't the, like anybody. We got the dumb I, psycho. I can't think of anybody in this book that I really liked. I want to be honest.
3: I'm still down with the teacher. <laughs> no. I can't stress. like No, I'm milk still down murder. with the teacher. I
4: can't milk murder.
3: You can't milk murder?
4: <sighs> so, it's
3: because you can't handle milk.
4: Oh, God, gross. I can handle it. I can digest it. I just think it's gross. No,
3: I mean, you can't handle it in front of you.
4: No, oh my God. Just
3: sitting in a class and the I'll table. I'll never
4: forget. Do you remember... Uh, when I was working at that one bar, and I don't know, uh, this is my own fault. I let it slip one time that I didn't like milk. I was probably, we used to have like these big um, big Lebowski nights, and I hated those yeah. because you had to make white Russians all the time. And I was yeah. like, Ugh! And as I was bartending, I was like, fuck, I hate white Russians. And I, mu- I said something, and the, the secret got out that I didn't like milk. And then I had this one coworker who thought it was the funniest fucking thing. And so, like, once a month, he would, like, corner me. And then he'd, like, have brought, like, a, a quarter gallon of milk to work. And just, like, kind of corner me. He was a bigger dude. And just drink the milk, like, chug a, at a you? gallon of milk at me. And I'm like, oh, no. So, and it's, like, dripping down the side of his face. And I was like, oh, my
3: God. Did he have a beard?
4: Yeah.
3: I, I'm thinking of with an H, right?
4: Uh. But no, but. No, it, was, it wasn't it was, him. No. Okay.
3: No, I was thinking of a different person. Yeah, I'm not saying it's It was
4: very funny. It was all in good fun. It was lighthearted. and yeah. But it was the. F- I was just like, I should have never told y'all I didn't like milk.
3: I. <laughs> I think it was early on once we moved in together. I. You yelled it at me one day. Cause I would think I was just like eating cereal. I was yeah. just eating cereal one morning and you like screamed at me you, like, you're slurping the spoon. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, I know that's annoying. She's like, cause it's gross. And I'm like, what he's gross? I'm eating breakfast and you're like, no,
5: <laughs> I can't.
3: And now I have a psychosomatic response to milk <laughs> and cereal, which is that I know it ruins your day. It
5: does. And when
3: brain. you've been mean to me in my dreams, I loudly eat cereal with milk because <laughs> <laughs> I've learned I've learned to to out white woman. You, <laughs> yeah. Out suburban you. OK. I'm mad at you for something you did in my dreams.
4: What did I do? I don't know.
3: I don't remember my dreams. So,
4: but I woke up with vibes. <laughs> woke up with bad vibes. Yeah. And now we're going to go find the frosted mini wheats. Yep. And I'm going to get extra some milk. milk. <laughs> you need to put a milk content warning. I can see it's water. <laughs> I'm doing the noise for the listeners. It doesn't work when it's anything else. Joking. <laughs> okay. Damn it. I was um, making the
3: noise for the listeners.
4: I know. So It's called
3: Foley Effects. You're ruining
4: Shouya's them. Shuya's perspective. So. He's like top of the class student the whole time. Best grade, science award. No one's fucking with him at this point, right? Yeah, he's the evil um, kid in every anime. I get yeah. it. Um, this chapter opens with him getting ready to go up to a podium. Oh, okay. I don't want to miss this context. This is still during the school year, right? After, like, it's kind of the end of the school year now.
3: Of the current school the year. The current
4: school year. So after okay. all that bullying...
3: Okay, so we so and we had he, so we so we have the murder year, murder, yeah. where the teacher gives him the AIDS milk, uh-huh. and then we have the year of bullying. Yeah, and so this is near the end of the of
4: of milk bullying.
3: Mirk okay. bull. But
4: because remember he slapped them in the face with his blood hand. Yes, and that told they were like. And he right, yelled, "I
3: have weaponized my blood." And
4: then they're like, "We're not messing with this." Yeah, anymore. and
3: then and then the kid, the other kid, goes and kills his mom, and he's on the run. Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, they they never really talk about that. I think he just goes to jail or whatever. Like it's like we leave it there. What really? He doesn't come back up.
3: They're just like, yeah, he killed his mom. The, and the end.
4: sister's there dealing with the funeral and the cops. And so they're the just kind of
3: going. So that's like the horror It's just like watching the slow descent of madness of both this mother and son. Yeah. It feels like a waste of two so, chapters. So
4: um, we're at the end of the school year. Yeah. The students are still not fucking with him because he's he's crazy and they're scared of him. Yeah. But he is at the top of the class. OK. His grades have always been great. And he's the, again, golden retriever teacher no idea what the fuck's going on. Gotcha. He's just like, I don't know why you guys don't like Shuya. He's the best student in the class. His yeah. grades are great.
3: Yeah. And they're like AIDS milk.
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so um, the ch- when the chapter opens, Shuya is getting ready to go up to a podium because he's speaking at an all school assembly that's happening. And they're announcing that he won some sort of prize for like an essay he wrote. And we find out that he's reading this acceptance speech for the certificate that he's getting and he's going to tell the entire assembly the truth about what happens right he's like i'm because again, we're in his perspective he's like i wrote this letter thanking everybody for the award but i'm also going to announce what i did what happened and what that fucking teacher did to me okay right and then in the closing of this acceptance speech for the certificate award He also is going to let them know that he has rigged a bomb in the auditorium and he is going to set it off as soon as he finishes.
3: Oh my God. So he's going full. Yeah. Full. Okay.
4: So then the chapter like shoots the other direction and we go back in time before the story was about the murder. He's like really young. Yeah. We're having like a flashback scene and his, we meet his mother who's a very smart engineer. Right. And he loves his mother he only tolerates his father, literally his words, finding him to be a simpleton, <laughs> right? Okay. So he loves his mom because his mom's so smart, and he thinks his dad is boring and dumb. Um, the thing is, is his mom actually resents him because she had to give up her whole career life uh, at this top-ranked university to, to be to take care of him.
3: Okay, because she didn't want to have a kid.
4: Yeah, I think... I. It's never said that, like, she didn't want a kid, but I... The way it seems again, the timing was wrong. Well, we're also hearing it from his perspective. It seems like she thought it would be one thing, and then she didn't realize she couldn't like really pursue her uh, dreams of her career Mm -hmm. when there are certain social requirements for her to when it comes to raising a kid. Okay, and so what happens is her his mom becomes really abusive towards him, and due to the resentment and like. Again we're hearing it from his perspective and he doesn't care. Like he he's just dealing with the physical and emotional violence and he doesn't care cuz he just loves his mom so much. And which is, you know, tragic when you're reading it obviously. Yeah. The authorities and his father stepped in. And they're like he the father demands a divorce and she has to as part of the divorce, she's never allowed to see the son again for his own safety. Oh. And this, of course, broke Shoya's heart because he didn't care. But now he has authorities and his dad, he hates and thinks is stupid, coming in and being like, you can't see your mom, who's the coolest mom ever. Yeah. Um. So, again, little kid perspective. Um. His dad gets remarried to who is described a boring, stupid woman. And he didn't. Hate her, but felt that she was too simple to bother with.
3: Yeah. Right. So again, everyone's beneath him. Everyone's beneath him. Except for mother.
4: Um, They had a baby and he thinks the baby is dumb and he kind of goes off into himself and starts really. OK, so like they have the baby and all focus is left from him at this yeah. point. They're like his dumb parents who he thinks are simpletons. They have a dumb baby, and they're off building their own family unit, and he's just this weird kid at this point yeah. who's really into science projects. Okay. And he kind of goes off into his own little world.
3: Where he starts torturing animals. And he
4: starts experimenting on cats and other animals that he finds. Okay. And he realized that he can post his science experiments. That's what he's calling them. They're not... It's not him torturing animals. They're, it's his science experiments. Yeah. And he starts a blog... Okay, he's going to start a blog, not a recipe blog, with a lot of SEO content. No. Cat torture. Cool. And um, his thought process is that if his mom Googles his name, she's going to see his science project and how smart he is.
3: Oh. And that he's still
4: super smart. Right? Okay. And we find out that he entered... Also, like We also hear the story about how he's decided to enter this electric coin purse into this competition uh-huh. for the same reason. It was like, the teacher was like, why are you testing this on me? That's fucking rude. Get out of here. And he realizes that if he enters this coin purse into the competition, if it gets in the newspaper, his mom will see it.
3: Okay. So, gotcha. I, I'm okay. It's starting to make a little bit. His motivation starting to make sense in yeah. a really weird way. Really
4: fucked up way. Yeah. Um he also when he's at that competition for the coin purse, remember he went to the different competitions for the governor's award? Yeah. He met a professor who worked at the university where he thinks his mom works. So he's like he's like talking to this university professor and he's like, Oh, this is my name. Like, do you like kind of being like, My last name is this? Like, do you know anybody buying that last name? Like trying to again be yeah, yeah, like, Hey, do you know my mom? It didn't, this guy was like, I don't know what you're talking about, child. What do you, coin purse? Cool. Um, so when he, remember I said the winning article was supposed to be on the front page.
5: And then it, that, that, It wasn't yeah.
4: because the lunacy girl um, got the front page, killed the family. And this is the moment he decides he needs to be more provocative to get his mother's attention.
3: Oh, so he kills the little girl thinking all right if i kill the little girl using my engineering yeah. it'll be front page news yep and then my mom will see me and realize i'm a good engineer too
4: yep exactly that
3: okay i mean listen it's horrifying but this author that is the type of weird twisted thing a kid would think
4: yeah
3: D- depending you know, especially
4: an abused kid yeah no yeah. i'm saying like
3: looking at like the way they've laid this out like okay i'll give it to the author i don't like it no it's terrible. Yeah. But for for a book perspective, yeah.
4: Um. So he comes up with this plan to kill someone using his invention. Okay. And he talks about looking, literally says, he talks about looking for a lackey idiot. <laughs> just like you were just saying. Yeah. He's like, I need a lackey idiot to help me pull this off. Yeah. Because he wanted to find someone that also wasn't going to take any of his shine. That would be a footnote in the story. You know what I mean? Like, he was just like, no, I just need to find someone to help me. But like, so boring and dumb that he won't even be in any articles published yeah okay (laughs) so um that's where naoki comes in to help him with things and he was okay we find out that shoya was super pissed when he found out that she had drowned because then it was labeled an accident and he didn't get any credit
3: because he really
4: wanted it to be my engineering skills my coin purse front page i did this and then when shoya uh, shi- or, I'm sorry, when Naoki put her in the water, to, again, we now know to prove a point that he wasn't a failure and he could do this murder better than him. Because he, he could was act- pissed. yeah, he's
3: like, I actually did the murder.
4: I actually did it. So he was real pissed because he wasn't going to get any credit. So, yeah, we're really reading a psycho's notes here. Yeah. Um, after the teacher, so uh, Mori Moriguki? Mori- oh, I can't say the, teacher. The, the teacher. The teacher. Has done after what the teacher did the the hiv milk he doesn't care right like he uh, that's why he went to school that's why he got bullied he doesn't fucking care yeah in at this moment he is envious of the little girl who died because in his mind and this is the kind of the quote is he didn't want to be surrounded by these fucking idiots anymore mhm so he's just like yeah whatever i don't care i i hope i die anyway i got you so
3: So he's so he's he's a suicidal narcissist, yeah, who uh, has killed Mm -hmm. and uh, and doesn't want to be alive Mm -hmm. and is being tortured every day, yeah. But is both affected, but trying to pretend he isn't being tortured, Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's he's slowly turning into Henry Kissinger. There it is. All right.
4: Um. So he decides he's going to go find his mother. Okay. After the failure of this coin purse thing he's gonna use Google after the google <laughs> after the <laughs> he could just stuff, google her uh he decides he's gonna go find his mother yeah and because he can't find a way to get her attention any other any other way so he takes a super long bus ride that's that's like literally just like described in the book as like a super long bus ride and uh he goes to the university where she works and tries to find her uh he doesn't find her but he finds out from another teacher that uh he is her new husband and the reason that she isn't at uh, the university that day is because she's currently pregnant with her a new baby
3: oh that he that she actually wants
4: ah and, and this this breaks the kid yeah more than he's already, he's a very broken kid but yeah, this yeah. breaks him again and we cut back to the podium where he's giving this speech And at the end of the speech, he pulls out a cell phone and presses a button, and nothing happens. Chapter six. Okay.
3: (laughs) Does he tell people he's going to blow them up?
4: No. Well, no. Yeah, he's he's reading in the speech what happened
3: because he's admitting he's admitting to killing the little girl in the speech, right? Yep. He's admitting to the the, to uh, getting the AIDS milk. Yep. He's admitting to the torture he's been through the, the last year. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's confessing yeah. to all everything. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. He's it's like, it's like, and now you all die with me. Beep. What do you mean? Beep, beep,
4: beep, beep, beep. Yeah. And then he gets
3: tackled. Like, that's how I'm picturing it.
4: So that chapter closes. Nothing happens. We don't learn anything. That's in
3: cha- that's the chapter five. Chapter six. Okay.
4: Okay. We're back in the teacher's perspective.
3: The first teacher. Yeah. The original teacher.
4: Moriguchi. We're back in her perspective. Okay. She has been keeping track of these two boys the whole time.
3: Of course she has.
4: She's been watching from the wings.
3: Yeah, because she is the hero of the story.
4: <laughs> she had seen that uh, Shoya had put a letter up on his blog for his mother. Like he had written a letter yeah. and put it up on the blog. And she thought this was weird. So she followed that trail. Because again, she is like really monitoring. She got nothing. She don't have a job. She's Her her daughter passed away. She's got a lot of time. She's got a dead so daughter. She's them.
3: Her, the baby daddy won't get
4: near. I'm assuming the text game with the kids. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she was upset when they all stopped fucking with that kid. Yeah. So um, she thinks it's weird, but she's like, I'm going to figure out what's going on because of this weird thing he posted on the blog. See, I think she knows what a Google alert is, and he doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah. She realizes that...
3: She's sitting off to the side with her Canva account, like this fucking idiot.
4: (laughs) She realizes that he plans to kill more innocent children in search of attention from his mother and approval from his mom. So, because she's a hero. Yeah. So the teacher
3: is a hero, not the mom. So then, bat teacher.
4: He's holding that cell phone, right? He's at the podium. Yeah. It rings, and it's her calling Shoya, and she lets him know that she figured out his plan and she made some adjustments and that he should be hearing sirens of the police soon because he is a good engineer and his bomb did work. He's a really smart boy. The fact of the matter is the bomb went off in lab three at the engineering department at K university where she had moved it, killing his mother. The only one who deserves your retribution is your mother, not the other children. And she'll never know it was you. Yo! I told you she's
3: a hero. Yo, hold on.
4: Fuck yeah, dude! End of book.
5: That's the end That's of the book. The last
4: page. That was chapter six. Yeah.
5: Oh my god.
3: Yo. Yo, good job, you little psycho. You just killed your own mom. Oh
5: my god. Yo. I don't think we should be airhorning this. I didn't write the book.
3: I can just enjoy it.
4: Oh my god! Yo,
3: I gotta watch this movie.
4: It's <laughs> like now I gotta watch the movie. Yeah. So, um, do you think they'll
3: have it at the library? They will probably have it at the library. They might
4: actually. It's it said it was nominated for an nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, it's enough time. Okay. All right. So that was Confessions. What do you think? I
3: I liked it. Yeah. I think I think the. So it felt a kind of like Parasite in that way of there's a lot of setup yeah to get boomed at the end yeah but there was also some booms along the way mm-hmm. so i mean and part of it is is because of the storytelling uh type is so different yeah. than western novels like the, so p- things from like the british or american school of writing um i found it very interesting i i'm not i don't want to put it as a top yeah i still i still think blood train <laughs> I can't get over Bloodranch; that caught me off guard so many times. <laughs> um, but as our eighth book, yeah, I think this was pretty good. I hope I hope a court of thorns and what is it?
4: Ro- court a court of thorns and roses. Or I something? hope a court of
3: thorns and roses <laughs> is as Acatar. horny. Akatar. Yeah, I I hope it's as horny as this book is weird. <laughs> now I will say that, like, yeah, you were right. There there was some things. It was dark. Yeah. I and I, but I didn't read it. I would, it, it may come off as graphic. Yeah. Solely because of a lot of times when things are being translated, they don't use as flowery of a language. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know about that because like I obviously didn't read it. I'm just going off what you said to me. Uh, when we took our break, you did point out to me, you're like, chapter one is very long and very structured. All the others are less so. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That's why I kept making jokes about how long it was. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think six chapters. Chapter six being apparently two pages long.
4: No, it was a lot. I just condensed it. Yeah, no, it's fine for time.
3: Yeah. Here's because no, it's the perot moment of of turnaround like, and here's how I took apart your entire plan.
4: Yeah.
3: Um by a cell phone. And meanwhile meanwhile, I'm picturing her standing there like hold he's standing there holding the cell phone on speaker and like the whole school yeah. is hearing her <laughs> on the speaker. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how I picture it at yeah, least. Yeah, I hope so. Uh but it's like it's two thousand eight, so it's like a Nokia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, a, it's not an oh, iPhone. Oh, it's
4: a slide. An Nokia slide. Oh
3: No, no, no. It's the old stick ones that had the changeable face plates. Oh,
4: mate. We need to go back to when cell phones had personalities. We do. That's very true. There was a true. time where we all just had all different, the, like, slides and T-Mobile slides and Razer phones, and you could put little jangle, jingle, jangles on them in yeah. different colors. Ugh. And now it's just iPhones. Everything's just, everything looks the Sometimes somebody has a Samsung and you get a green bubble. Ah. <sighs>
3: well mrs p yeah um this was a fun book yeah um it did take a it did it took a couple dips there at the beginning
4: <laughs> it's like it's weird it's it been a so- listen
3: it's been a very long week that is just getting started for us yeah uh of recording all throughout this week because we're <laughs> yeah. trying to put a lot of stuff in the can for paternity maternity leaves but uh we did want to get this episode out there for people yep what what a story <laughs>
4: Yeah, um, it was a weird, fun read. On uh, oh, real quick, transit. real quick.
3: This one goes out uh, to the teacher. <laughs> you fucking rule! Oh my god, I'm retiring. <laughs> Fuck you, kids. I hate all these kids. Uh, you you killed my daughter. My baby daddy had AIDS. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be my husband because our society is trash. And then, um, yeah, <laughs> I just love the idea of. Hello, Student B. Uh, this, is, this is my speakerphone voice. Yeah. Student B, uh, just want to give you a quick shout out, let you know here. Uh, you just blew up your mom, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Who's right. the smart one who does SEO on Google now, bitch? Search engine
4: optimist, optimize this. Oh, man.
3: And all you other kids out there, stop texting me your suicide notes.
4: <laughs> Only, only text me about your milk bullying so I can give you a yeah. point system. <laughs> it's so fucking insane. That's the thing,
3: though. I, I will say because when, that's why I asked. Like, when was this book written? Yeah. Uh, the 2008 thing is very important to me because it is so much funnier knowing they're doing this on phones that still have snake, <laughs> like that they're still using text nine.
4: Yep. You know what I mean? Like C9, they're still baby. Yeah. Click 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 D. Click 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 <laughs> O. Oh. Yeah, they have to text
3: it. <laughs> it's just fuck oh god. Uh, yeah. Alright, so with that, uh Mrs. P, do you have any uh any anything to close with your book club? Nothing.
4: Thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you uh when I finish another book report.
3: All right, y'all, thank you guys so much, and we will have uh more stuff coming to you boop, boop. soon.